the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Right here from the palatial 7th Floor Studios in Buckhead, it's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Oh, yeah, it's the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackliff. Happy hump day. Well, that felt pretty good, those uh, coffee straws, stickers in my beard. It uh, kind of therapy for me Kind of cleaned some of the stuff out that was in there. That's good. (laughs) Just for that, she doesn't have to be on the show tomorrow. She gets a vacation day. And she can spend her time at UGA telling young men and women not to get, not in to get into broadcast. broadcasting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, I failed to mention this birthday today include the Michael McDonald, who, guess how old Michael McDonald is? <laughs> He's um, 65. Oh, that's pretty close. 68 years old. Oh, okay. Still touring, uh, in fact, uh, with the Doobie Brothers, a yeah. big reunion tour. Hey, this guy, not a part of the Doobie Brothers, but he is a more famouser. He's, he's part of the Dan? Rolling Stones. He's, he's part <laughs> The Rolling Stones are going to be here, by the way. I saw. They're coming yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. Atlanta. That's... I, I don't know that's a good thing to say he's a Rolling Stone. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was I'm a guy watching a bunch of old guys yeah. uh, strum around the stage. Like that. With walkers and, that's yeah, it's just not the pens and all that. I resemble that remark. It's, <laughs> it's uh, Gary Bates here with Creation Ministry, and it's uh, hard to reel him in because he's everywhere. Yesterday, you responded to my email. Uh, I was asking you for points, which I usually do, and you yeah. say, I, I got to put this, do this before I get on the plane. So. Well, I was actually on the plane. You were I was on about the... to tell they were about to shut the door, so I was trying to answer you before they uh, before they shut the door. So yeah. You were in Memphis, or you're coming from Memphis? I was coming from Memphis, yeah. and uh, yeah, off again this weekend. Too. Were you there to see Graceland, or what? Were you <laughs> no, I actually filmed <laughs> uh, four, TV, four TV spots and a, and a radio spot with another ministry there. Oh, yeah. cool. Oh, really? Talking about the alien stuff. Wow. Yeah. Now, uh, I think we talked to you, when was the last time you here a couple of months couple ago. of months couple of months ago, what have yeah. you been up to has it basically been the alien stuff you've talked about or has it been everything no no we do lots of ministry i've been to southeast asia um just escaped the uh, the lockdown there you know coming through china mm-hmm. where I, I caught one of the you know the connections back to atlanta mm-hmm. um very busy year uh, i think since you guys saw me i was up at liberty university i did the convocation there with uh co-hosted with uh, matt day Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Mac Powell from Third Day. Yeah, right. yeah. Did you get that right? Uh-huh. So I got to know him. So that was a big event. Uh, end of the year, we're doing three tours to Egypt from a biblical creation perspective. Oh, Very cool. unique for folks because, you know, you go there and the guides tell you uh, Egypt civilization goes back thousands of years before the creation date. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do, you, how do you fit that within the, the biblical creation model? So I've been doing a lot on that. We, we started out advertising one tour, and I thought, you know, if we can get 30, 40 people to go, it would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can take 100 people, and we've got our own Nile cruise boat, and it sold out in two weeks. Wow. Wow, that's great. So we put another tour up, and that sold out in two weeks. And it was like, do we really do a third? I don't know. <laughs> so we did. So we're doing three back-to-back uh, wow. uh, tours for people, and it's sold out. People can go to our website, and they can see the details. And then after that, because I was over there in ministry in Israel, said, hey, while you're over here, can you come and talk to Messianic Jewish congregation? So I'm going to be away for about seven weeks 
uh, starting at the end of uh, end of August. So we'll have to get in a spot before I go mm-hmm. away if we can. Now, since we've known you, you I mean, you were traveling a lot anyway. Are you starting to travel more? Is this more than normal? Or? No, kind of, kind of what happens is I'm actually trying to scale it back a little bit this year. Uh, being the CEO, we got a, you know get a lot of requests. People kind of want the head honcho, but there's actually people in the ministry, scientists, much more qualified than me. You know, I kind of ride on their shoulders a little bit, except with the alien stuff. That's quite unique. Mm -hmm. I'm one of very few Christians in the world that deals with that. Um, You know, we had the movie out a couple of years ago. And actually, since I saw you guys, I don't know if you heard, I actually was given an honorary doctorate by... We did. We yeah. did that. I, I so, think I called you doctor last time oh, you were that's on the show, right. didn't Dr. I? Dr. Gary Bates. Didn't I? Yeah, yes. so yes. you shouldn't, shouldn't do that much. <laughs> <laughs> My PhDs will be upset if you call me doctor. But uh, yeah, so I only mentioned that to kind of mention the recognition that's kind of going around mm-hmm. and uh, just... Um, you know, the day before yesterday when I was in Memphis, we were specifically dealing with that. We did a live radio spot and, they, you know, they were saying the phones lit up and that type mm, of stuff. So wow. there's still a lot of interest. And, you know, if you look at, uh, uh, you know, t- uh, Fox News, Tucker Carlson there, he's dealing with this, you know, almost on a, a weekly basis. And mm. while I was there, they played an interview with President Trump where he was asking about UFOs. Right. So, you know, it's certainly still out there. It seems like there's always interest. And I, I saw a story today, as a matter of fact, uh, how there's a call from people to open up the the X-Files that the government has about UFOs and whatnot. Yeah. So. Well, they do. I mean, they opened up the Roswell file some years ago, but they yeah. still put lines through sensitive stuff. So then the conspiracy theorists say, see, they're not telling us everything. Right, you know? right. Yeah. Uh, the UK's just opened up all their files. So after you know, under the Freedom of Information Act, it'll be opened up. But we are at an interesting time. The US government has always been one of those that's had plausible deniability on this issue. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, coming to the end of the Obama administration, um, Harry Reid uh, mentioned that they'd still been spending $22 million a year investigating UFOs. And then a guy wow. called Luis Elizondo said that he was the head of the program and for the first time ever, the U.S. government released footage uh, of planes chasing these UFOs. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they've they've never kind of denied they existed. They've always just been silent about what they think they might be or what they might not be. I think we're at an interesting time. It wouldn't surprise me if the governments turn around and say, yeah, we think we're being visited by extraterrestrials simply because they're dealing with something spiritual mm-hmm. that they don't understand and they don't recognize spiritual things. So what else right. are they going to say it's going to be? So yeah. we could be could be in for interesting times. Well, you can check out Gary's uh, book and also the movie. Uh, work, they can see the movie online at creation.com. Yeah. Yep, yep. They can get it on Amazon as well. It's called Alien Intrusion, Unmasking a Deception. Thank you and for it's the a great, segue. It's a great movie. Thank it's you. A, I, I loved it. Yep. Enjoyed watching Every it. single second of it, uh, creation.com. All right. Usually I send you, like I said uh, mm. earlier, some points, and you came back with the coronavirus, and I was yeah. a little surprised uh, and I thought, okay, that's let's do it since yeah. this is uh, uh, fresh here. It says I got some of this information uh, this morning about yesterday. In fact, we have a clip from NBC in a second. Uh, coronavirus death toll in China rises to uh, 1,113. Uh, let me see where we are here. More than 500 cases have been recorded outside mainland China. Two of them fatal in the Philippines, one in uh Hong Kong. This is uh, from last night's uh, broadcast on NBC News. Listen to this. In San Diego at Miramar, the CDC confirms the 13th case of coronavirus in the United States. The evacuee who has the virus was mistakenly released from a local hospital before returning for treatment after officials realized the mix-up. 
Behind me, there's Jacob Wilson, who was on the flight and at the base with the sick passenger, says many are frustrated and confused. What about the people that were beside that person on the plane on the way over here? Tonight, the World Health Organization says the virus poses a very grave threat to the rest of the world. All right. Anytime we talk about this and the uh, the who get involved, not the old rock band, yeah. but the, uh, the World uh, Health Organization, uh, everybody's ears perk up. What's up? Mm. And it's been in China, and now it's starting to spread, and we're finding some here in the U.S. So you wanted to talk about uh, virus, this particular virus, but let's talk about viruses. What is a virus, basically? Yeah, well, you know, from a creation perspective, if we look at biblical history, it says on the end of day six, God made everything very good. Mm. If you've ever had the cold or a flu, which is cool. <laughs> it's, not very good, yeah. uh, it's not very good. Right. So how do, we fit, how do we fit that in? Well, you've probably heard the idea that we have more bacteria in our body than we do cells, right? Mm-hmm. And if it actually wasn't for viruses, we're, we're actually viruses are very good. They control and regulate systems and things like bacteria in our cells. They're actually not what we'd recognize as living things. They're kind of like machines, but what they need to do is to hijack the machinery of the cell to reproduce. Now, what happens is we live in a world full of mutations. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, the reason we die is when our cells reproduce mutations build up and this happens with viruses it happens with you know even with bacteria etc now one of the issues uh, with viruses is they change very very quickly in fact there's a good uh, anti-evolutionary argument that in some cases viruses change so quickly they mutate so quickly they can burn themselves out Hmm. the spanish flu in 1918 killed we don't even know because of the you know lack of accurate record keeping but Hmm. we believe it killed at least 50 million people people more than the first world war so viruses you know when they can get out they can be very very serious things and of course we live in a a a small global community you know relative today to back then because we travel we're on planes and so on and so forth so viruses originally had a very good purpose they still have a very good purpose but what happens through mutation uh, sometimes our cells, right, you know, they, they latch onto the receptors of our cells. Mm-hmm. Our cells don't recognize them. We don't have the immunity to deal with them, and then they can overrun the body. Mm-hmm. And they're very difficult to control because, you know, we have a pandemic every year here in the U.S. Yes. It's the flu. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And the CDC says it kills between thirty and 50,000 people every year here in the U.S., and, and we don't bat an eyelid no, about no. that. Uh-huh. We're used to that. But something yeah. new you know, appears like, you know, Ebola or this coronavirus. And the reason it does is because it's it's changed so much we don't know how to treat it. Mm. It could get out of control very, very, very quickly and do something like the Spanish flu. By the way, that strain of the Spanish flu actually went extinct. Evolution says things should improve and change and get better, but it mutated so fast, it's called genetic entropy, that it actually went extinct. Mm. But with this coronavirus... Um, you can see the very, very rapid rate that it's spreading. And so what we're really saying is humanity and, you know, our health organizations are not prepared for this. So, you know, this is a pretty sobering issue. You know, I've, uh, you know, one of my workers in the office, he's got family that work in China. Um, they're a thousand miles from Wuhan where it started, mm-hmm. but they're in lockdown. They're mm-hmm. shutting down Beijing. Mm-hmm. They're shutting down Shanghai. So that should indicate to us the real seriousness of which they they look at this problem. Mm. Now, the issue is, you see, we live in a cursed and fallen world. God did make everything very good, but we know in Genesis chapter 3, 
uh, when Adam fell, uh, as the federal head of creation, God wrought a change on this planet. And one of the big questions Christians always have, you know, not only non-Christians but Christians, is why does God allow these things? Mm -hmm. Well, the reality is it should be a reminder to us, you know, when our loved ones die and get cancers and bad things happen to us, it should get us to question our mortality. You know, I mean... What happens when people fly planes into buildings or mm. we get tsunamis? They all go back to the same original root cause, sin. Mm-hmm. Sin has not only caused man to do wrong things, it's caused our planet to decay. Mm. And so we live with the effects of this uh, every day. And this is a very sobering subject because um, what they're saying with this particular virus, and we don't know, uh, I have to be honest here, the Chinese are not very transparent with their information. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it looks like there's probably a lot more people infected and probably a lot more people died than, than, we actu- know. than actually yeah. have been reported. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, because of this lockdown situation, they're saying the hospitals are stressed, they don't have enough testing kicks, they're just sending you home. Mm. you know, And you're not even allowed to come out of your house. Uh, you know, my worker says they're allowed one person a day to leave the house to go and get food and whatever. And then when they leave, they have to, be t- they have, to have you know, thermometers testing them. Wow. So we'll discuss more how these things can jump from one species to another, which is really interesting. Wow, fascinating. Dr. Gary Bates, Creation Ministries, creation.com. Check out what's going on there. We'll be back after this hard break. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Two hosts, one radio program, because we take this so seriously, usually. Faith Talk Live. On Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out, Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackliff. I didn't even know it was Michael McDonald's birthday when I put this in, but perfect. Way to go, Dan. And uh, way to go, uh, Dr. Gary Bates here in the studio talking about the coronavirus. While the mics are cold and the spots are playing, the commercials, we're talking about some stuff and it's just it's making my head spin. Mm. Just all this stuff. We've got to do show after show with this guy. He's pretty amazing. By the way, they do have podcasts that you can check out. Uh, Creation Ministry. Go to creationministry.com. Check out the podcast there. Uh, He's got a podcast that he mentioned, and they talk about this. And it's one of those podcasts that a lot of people... Mm. Is spiking as far as uh, ratings are concerned, or listens, or spins. They've gone viral. Oh, How's that for? Oh, man, that's why you get paid the big bucks. <laughs> there you go. Let's do this before we get back into uh, uh, Gary here. Uh, coming up May the 12th, it is the Women in Ministry uh, event, which we do every year. And this year we're excited because uh, keynote speaker is Pam Jenkins. Uh, she did it a few years back, and ladies are still talking about that particular uh, women in ministry. She's back, and uh, you could be as well. Go to faithtalkatlanta.com. Jody Messina going to be leading worship. That's the 12th at the Cobb Energy Center, so check that out. All right, so we're talking about the coronavirus. Mm. My, my question to Gary during the break was, is this a new virus? Is it possible to have a new species that just kind of popped up out of nowhere? Uh, yes and no. So like every year when we get the flu plant pandemic, it's usually changed from the previous version. So when I mention mutations, mm-hmm. okay, you get a little bit more DNA, a bit more information in there, and that's when our body doesn't recognize it and we're not equipped to deal with it. So for example, when we try to predict you know, what the flu is going to be here in the US or in the North America. Mm-hmm. We look at the winter in the Southern Hemisphere, mm-hmm. like my home country of Australia, and we say, well, that's most likely to be the strain. But it can mutate so quickly by the time it gets here that maybe our vaccines might only be 70 or 80% effective. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't get a vaccine. I'm a very strong pro-vax guy. I make no apologies because what people don't realize when they read all this scuttlebutt on the internet is 
vaccines actually give the body a defence. In other words, the body says, oh, look, here's a new virus. I'm not prepared for this. And it uses as a target practice to build up immunity against it. Mm -hmm. But when we get something that's absolutely new, we Mm -hmm. don't have, if you like, those defences built up. So getting vaccinations is a way of helping the body. Now, from the moment we're born, you know, we're introduced to hundreds of new, you know, uh, organisms, if you like, every day. And that's how, our, you know, as children, we start to build up. So we're using God's designed immune system mm-hmm. to uh, try to circumvent these things. But when something mutates and yes, in, you know, in air quotes, gets new, is new, mm-hmm. our bodies are not prepared for it. And that's why this is particularly dangerous, this coronavirus, because and, and the authorities have acted very quickly, doing a good job, I think, in trying to shut things down because humanity is not equipped for it, right? right? And it could literally be a pandemic that could sweep through the world. And even if we're only talking about a a death rate of 1% or 2%, you know, if it got loose in the United States and other countries, you could be talking about millions and millions of people, uh, you know, potentially dying from this. So very, very serious situation. Mm. But we can understand it from the point of, as I said, uh, biblical creation because mutations are in the world. They're in all sorts of organisms. Mm. They can cause all sorts of issues, you know, even at birth with each uh, with each one of us. Mm. Yep. This is fascinating. Dr. Gary Bates, uh, Creation uh, Creation Ministries, creation.com, uh, to uh, find out more. I had a question in my head. So these viruses, yep. are they getting, uh, we talked about, what you say, 1918, you said the Spanish? Spanish flu, yeah. Okay, so, and I know we have, we have um, vaccines and stuff. This stuff's just getting... Like a monster, you keep it keeps getting fed. So Something new every yeah. year. So twenty too, years from now, it'll be horrific. Well, right? if, it, if it doesn't burn itself out, that's our hope. But well, then that's the some, other thing. Yeah. something new could arise. Now, what yeah. the Chinese have said, and I got to be honest, I'm a bit dubious about this, but the fact this can happen is that viruses that you know, like are in the bird population. I remember I said we have viruses yeah. that are good. Mm-hmm. We have viruses in the bird population, but sometimes they can cross species. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Um, remember, we had bird flu. We had swine flu. Swine mm-hmm. flu yeah. So what happens is it crosses species, and what's harmless to a bird is not harmless to us. And again, what happens is, um, you know, there are, our our cells don't recognize it, and then it gets loose in the human populations. We transmit it to each other. So all of these things. I mean, this is you know we're sounding like it's going to be Armageddon, aren't we? But potentially, all of these things are at around around us all the time when we go swimming in a lake or a river, or the ocean, you know, you're literally swimming in a bacterial soup. Mm -hmm. Now, we're immune to most of those, but the mutations that occur in us can also occur in animal populations, right? And when they get loose and then can transfer to different species, that's, you know, when there is a problem and we're potentially at risk. And to repeat, that's why the authorities are acting so quickly in trying to shut this down. Now, you can imagine this Wuhan. I, I read a a report from a Chinese lady. She managed to get out on the internet. How she got it out, I don't know. She's probably under arrest now. But anyway, <laughs> she uh, she yeah. she said how bad the situation was. Her dad got it. Her mum got it. She went to the hospitals. They just turned her away. And now her brothers got it. Her uncles got it. They're all living in the same house. There's a there's a ship. I think it's called the Diamond Princess. Got three and a half thousand people on board. A hundred and seventy people have got the coronavirus on board that ship. Oh man! And they cannot get off. I mean, so you're living in a virtual incubator, those poor people, mm-hmm. uh, in those situations. But can you imagine a city like Atlanta? I mean, 20 million people live in Wuhan. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. I mean, and it's not even their largest city. Mm. Could you imagine a city in a Western country like Atlanta being shut down? You wouldn't yeah. be here today doing your radio broadcast. Mm, right. It'd be yeah. no, it's it's off the air. Mm. This is this is a horrendous situation, and one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this, you know, we're on a Christian radio station, is we need to have empathy for our fellow human beings. Yes, these people in China, you know, um, you know, there are Christians in China who are being affected by this. But even if they're not Christians, this is a terrible, terrible situation that you know our fellow human beings are being are facing. And I would say. We need to recognize that they're being affected by the curse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're, as I said, if viruses can jump species, if they can mutate you know, from the southern hemisphere to the time we get here, we're all at risk mm-hmm. of these things. And uh, we'd love the same empathy, I think, extended to us if we were going through the same situation. But most of all, this is also an opportunity, I think, to preach the gospel mm. because we're talking about fulfillment of biblical history. You know, when Jesus went around and he healed the sick and he fed the hungry, what was he doing? He he was reversing the effects of the curse. Mm-hmm. You know, modern medicine is a good thing because it tries to yes. reverse the effects of the curse. Mm-hmm. You know, when we send missionaries off to third world countries, why do we do that? We're recognizing they are human beings made in God's image and worthy uh, and, and, you know, it, it have the need of salvation. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you were mentioning, you said, joking, uh, pun intended, of course, that it's gone viral. But Mm. the podcast we did on this, we've got some friends in China, a ministry over there. And within days, they they audio dubbed it into Chinese and they're trying to get it out into China right now. So that people who are affected by the situation, they can hear the gospel message at that Mm -hmm. and says, look, the only hope we have because of these things that could overtake us anyway, the only hope we have is in Jesus Christ. Because he is the creator of this world, and therefore he's the only one that has the ability and the power to save us. We never know when these things are going to happen to us. And, uh, you know, when we look at this, even though, you know, relative to the numbers that even die with the flu every year in this country, uh, we're recognizing that we've got something out there uh, that we, in, in one sense, as I said, the authorities can't deal with it. It's a new virus, it's a new strain. And uh, they're trying to control it. That's the mm-hmm. seriousness of the nat- uh, you know, in terms of the nature of it. When I transited back a, a month ago, um, you know, through uh, through Shanghai, in fact, uh, my Delta connection there, you know, my wife and I were probably the only people not wearing face masks. Mm-hmm. So it already told you then the fear mm-hmm. and the panic that people have. So you know, if if people are fearing like that, they're who are they relying upon? Mm. Yeah, are they relying upon their governments to do something about it? Are they relying upon their doctors to do something about it? Uh, you know, I don't think that's ultimately where we need to be placing our hope. Yeah, we mm. need to be placing our hope in in the one who made everything. And the good news for all of us, of course, and the stuff we normally talk about, that if God is the creator of this universe and He created, as He says in the Book of Genesis, guess what? He can do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, He does say He's going to do it again. There's going to be a new heavens and a new earth where we won't have mutations, we won't have the flu, we won't have the coronavirus because all those things have been done away. And in fact, when you read the very last chapter in the whole Bible, the book of Revelations, it says, you know, there, there will be no more curse, mm-hmm. there'll be no more death, there'll be no more suffering for the former things have passed away. And it says there in the new Jerusalem, there's the tree of life again. Mm-hmm. And what does it say? There shall be no more curse yeah 
So the very last chapter in Scripture is referring back to the very first book in the Bible, Genesis chapter 3, where the curse entered in. Mm -hmm. And so to repeat, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this was to make people aware, Christians and non-Christians everywhere, that this is the world we live in. You know, as much as we look at the world and its beauty, it is fallen. Mm. And when these things happen, it should be a reminder to us of our very precarious state on this planet, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that uh, it should get us to question our mortality. And that's why I say, you know, these poor people in China and, and everywhere in the world. I mean, you know, other countries like Singapore, a small island nation where I was four weeks ago, um, you know, they've got the third highest number um, outside of China. And, you know, everybody lives in high rises. They all live in a, you know, move in a brilliant underground railway system. Mm-hmm. And, but they, they live in very, very close quarters uh, with each other. So uh, I think we need also to pray for our authorities that yeah. they, they do get this under control right. and do handle it uh, very, very well. Yeah, it can be forthcoming with information so we can be prepared for it. Absol- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the best best way is is, is cleanliness. And, yes. Uh, yes. Right. And uh, can I say, get a, get a vaccination. <laughs> I want to make an offer to our listeners, if that's all right. Sure. Um, yeah. So we, have, we are an information ministry, as you know, and we've got offices in uh, – in, in seven different countries uh, around the world. So if people want to ring up um, Creation Ministries International today, get ring the phone number 770-439-9130. Um, and uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to offer them a DVD that I did some years ago, uh, a presentation. It's called Why Does a Good God Allow Bad Things? I've got several DVDs out there, but I've been told by others and pastors that they felt this was the most powerful gospel presentation they'd ever heard. Mm. And it kind of covers the stuff we're talking about today. Now, that's you know normally cheap. It's normally $10. But if folks ring up now, they can get it for $5, and, and shipping will be free. Great. So 770-439-9130. Mention Faith Talk Live. That's your only way to get the deal. Mm-hmm. And not only will you get that DVD for half price with free shipping, we're going to send you a free ebook called Stones and Bones. And this is a little bit about the science, biblical in the light of biblical history. What is science? And it talks about natural selection. Mm. It talks about why nature is unable to eradicate these types of viruses that we often see, you know, happening around us. So great information. Uh, we're going to send you a, a don't, actually, sorry, it's not an ebook, it's a PDF. Mm-hmm. And the reason we're sending you the PDF is you can share it. Yeah. Once you get it, you can share, share it, it with yeah. others as well. So if they ring up 770-439-9130, mention Faith Talk Live for $5, we'll give you all of that. Sounds Appreciate good. Yeah. Gary Bates, Creation Ministries, creation.com. Check out the website. And we'll be back. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Rackliff. This is Faith Talk Live. Your personal oasis on a troubled radio dial. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Yes, it is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Gary Lane from Creation Ministry, our guest today. We're talking about the coronavirus and a whole lot more. You can get ahead of us on a lot of stuff that Gary talks about. Go to creation.com and we'll continue talking about the virus in a second. Uh, let me do this. Uh, Dr. Youssef's latest book, Saving Christianity, uh, is not quite out, uh, but you can uh, pre-order the book. You can go to uh, leadingtheway.org, and you can also uh, check out the link on faithtalkatlanta.com. All right, this came in uh, on my phone just a little while ago. Let me see. An Atlanta couple 
is being treated after testing positive for the coronavirus while on the cruise ship in Japan. Uh, they talked with The Sun, this particular news organization, and they say that his parents now evacuated to Tokyo for mm. treatment. So they're not on the cruise ship any longer. Right. But now they, and I think they're elderly in the sense, 80 years old. So they're, right. they're quite elderly. Elderly. Yeah. So, yeah. wow. And the interesting thing we were talking during the break, uh, I was asking uh, Gary, if, if you know, what, what are the symptoms of the coronavirus? Mm. And you were saying a lot of times with flu and stuff like this, uh, when people die, it's not from the virus necessarily. It's from the, the effects that's, that are caused by it. Yes, it's the secondary conditions, secondary infections. Uh, you know, sometimes you go to the doctor and you have a cold and then you'll end up with a throat infection due to the inflammation or the nasal infection. So... Uh, it seems that what this coronavirus is particularly doing is attacking the lungs. So mm-hmm. the lungs, the little air sacs, the alveoli in our lungs fill up with water and we have breathing difficulties. Right. So it's causing um, you know, pneumonia is one of the, uh, the major major uh, effects that people are dying from with this particular virus. You and, know? and the thought in my head is, well, you know, we've got medicine to treat pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Why, why are people dying so much? Well, pneumonia is, there is a pneumonia, uh, pneumococcal virus as mm-hmm. well. You're so right. again, it's what causes the thing that uh, causes our body to go in a, in a reaction. And you know, when I mentioned before, one of the other things we just spoke about was, uh, you know, we talk about the flu and they say the young and the elderly are the ones most at risk. But what happens is viruses, when they mutate and our bodies are not prepared for them, um, it doesn't necessarily just attack the young or the elderly. When we mentioned the Spanish flu, I did a bit of research on this and the highest risk group were actually 20 to 40 year olds mm. because it caused the body to go into such a drastic immune response. The body became overloaded. And in fact, it wasn't the young and the elderly that were most at risk. So again, you can see... Um, you know, prevention is much better than a cure. You know, right. I'm just not talking about vaccinations, but just, you know, being careful about the things we do. You know, when I travel overseas, I'm, I'm always very, very careful. I always carry hand sanitizer because, you know, people think that, you know, when you sneeze or droplet infection and you breathe it in, but actually m- most of it can be passed by touch. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I was to sneeze here and I had the flu and it's, it lands all over your equipment and desk, you know, there are literally hundreds of millions of aerosol droplets that can last on those surfaces for a few hours. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then you pick it up and, you know, you, you scratch your face, touch your nose, et cetera. So uh, the inv- you know, germ warfare going on basically <laughs> all around us. You know? it, it's, it's, uh, it's almost like a movie, a movie that uh, we've seen. What was the movie with, uh, was it Dustin Hoffman years Outbreak ago? Or Outbreak or virus. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're living it here in 2020. The good news is uh, that their son uh, says that they're responding well. Uh, now with the the treatment, fine, uh, doing well and responding well. So, but that's not always the case. I no. mean, we have a lot of uh, deaths here. And it's no respect to persons, really. Absolutely not. That's what I'm saying. You know, you think, well, I'm a 25 year old. I'm young and fit. You know, I'm on the on the the college athletic team or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just mentioned the, the the flu virus targeted that particular group, and because it changes so quickly. Uh, you know, it's hard to say what group's going to be more at risk or whatever. The early cases in China, they were trying to say, well, these people were smokers and they already had lung damage. But that's not the case. That doctor who reported it, right. the whistleblower basically, yes. was a young fit doctor. Mm. And, uh, and he's, you know, he's uh, succumbed to it uh, as well. So, as I said, we, the, the world's a very small place now. Mm. When you think back in 1918... You know, they say a, a minimum, and they don't know. They say a minimum of 50 million 
in India, which you know in those days was pretty much still a third world country, five mm-hmm. percent of the population died. So that's a lot of people in India. I that, mean, that's uh, a lot of people. That's yes. exactly right. So what you're saying is, uh, you know, Rick, um, you know, they're doing well. Yeah, most people will recover. But you know, do you want to do you want to risk that? No. Mm. So you know, I get back to here. Uh, you know, we every year, um, yeah, you know, a pandemic is when something spreads across countries and tens of thousands or millions contracted. So, you know, outside of China, this is not a pandemic yet. But every year we live with a pandemic, which is called the flu. Right. So I'm using that as a as a scenario. We kind of think nothing of that, but that's actually kind of a mini holocaust right here in mm-hmm. the US yes, every year. I've, I've been to churches where I've been doing ministry and the church is in mourning because somebody's, you know, toddler has just died from the flu and they think it's a tragedy. And I've got to be honest, I kind of think, well, you know, um, my own grandchildren, my daughter, she, she's obviously my daughter, every year they have the flu shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that if they do get sick, you know, uh, you know, touch wood, praise the Lord, that they're not going to die from it. And as I said, uh, if people... You know, hear this, and they've heard all this scuttlebutt on the internet, uh, fake news, I call it, about vaccinations. Go to creation.com forward slash vaccinations, and you'll see all of those kind of urban legends about vaccinations that are on the internet. They're answered. Mm -hmm. We're using, we're basically using, as I said, God's designed immune system, right, to help build up defenses against a potential invading virus. The problem with things like coronavirus is it's so new so mutated. We don't have vaccinations. We don't have everything. So, you know, trying to limit its spread is really the best mechanism uh, that they've got at their disposal at the moment. Now, the podcast that you just uh, recorded not too long ago that everybody's yeah. trying to listen to, they can go to creation.com or yeah. probably the the podcast vehicles that they always go to. Yeah, right? it's on all the podcast vehicles. If they type in uh, creation.com uh, website forward slash Wuhan, W. U-H-A-N-Coronavirus. We'll go to creation.com. We've got a multimedia center, and they can just uh, go on to Creation Talk as our podcast channel, and it's on YouTube. Mm. Go to YouTube and type in Creation Talk, see Creation Ministries International, and uh, you'll see it there. So we've got an article on this written by one of our biologists, Dr. Robert Carter. He's got a PhD in biology, uh, but he wrote a very short article to help people you know, understand uh, understand what is happening but mm. you know i wanted to talk about this because this is yeah this is, this is the world we live in yeah, yeah. you know yeah. this is on the front page of the newspapers uh you know when when ebola came out i mean you know they they brought kent brantley back the missionary uh christian missionary mm-hmm. from africa to mm-hmm. the cdc here in atlanta and i remember the uh, the bloggerspheres and the internet were going crazy yes. well the ebola virus might get loose here yeah. and you know but in the most unsanitary conditions in Africa, when I've been there, you know, when, when they die, they tend to lay on the bodies and grieve. At that stage, about 12,000 people had died. Mm-hmm. But as I said, every year, in fact, that year in the U.S., I think it was 42,000 people wow. died from the flu. Yeah. Wow. Always fascinating. Gary Bates, Creation Ministry. Go to creation.com. We'll see you uh, hopefully very, very soon yep. in between flights all over the yeah. world. Hey, tomorrow, Robin O'Brien, comedian, will be on the show. It's going to be a great one. Have a good day. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackley. This is Faith Talk Live.